uh, prior to my uh, coming uh, into the fold of uh, Reform Baptist Movement, uh, I began to read Pastor Conrad Mbewe's blog on uh, Nigeria junk, and and I think it it it, it has been uh, a dangerous stitch in the wealth and health uh, gospel. Has been a dangerous teaching, uh, not just in Nigeria but in Africa. But Nigerian case is so particular because of our population and because of the major leading figures uh, within that movement are domiciled in Nigeria. So it, it's, a, it's an ongoing challenge uh, because what they are teaching is not. A, a watered-down gospel. It's not a gospel at all. It's, and uh, it has led many people astray. For instance, uh, they are teaching uh, John 3, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in good health. Uh, second, uh, uh, third John. Third John. Uh, I wish above all things that you might be uh, in, in good health and prosper. So, so they, they are latching onto that scripture and some Scripture like Second Corinthians chapter eight, uh, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, he became poor so that he can become rich through his poverty. Uh, that kind of uh, uh, atomistic treatment of the scripture, uh, without without uh, um, uh, holistic view of the con of both the immediate and the wider context of uh, of the scripture is quite dangerous. And uh, what he's teaching is the utilitarian view of God that when you become a Christian, uh, God is under obligation to give to you wealth, health, and all the auxiliaries uh, of what is quite. Uh, human needs. Every human being that is correct in his head wants to be healthy. And uh, none of us have not met anyone that wants to be poor. And uh, so, this, so it appeals to the basic need of humanity. Uh, uh, neg uh, but, but they are neglecting the reason why Christ came. Because the Bible teaches clearly that Christ came to save sinners. So it's quite dangerous. And many of our young men uh, are following that because they want to be healthy, they want to be wealthy, and all that. So it is, it is, it is, it is, it is dangerous. And it is for that same purpose we are encouraging young people to go into the field, plant more reformed churches, plant more uh, uh, gospel, biblical-centered churches around Africa as a viable alternative because sometimes when we go on the street of Nigeria or around Africa and you are pointing out this error to people, there are no viable alternatives that you can say, okay, this church, their teaching is wrong, go down there to another church. There is none, there's none, obviously. So yeah, we must continue to push men to the field to propagate uh, through biblical Christianity. The teaching about generational cases is quite popular uh, in Africa, Nigeria, also among the black Americans in the US. Around 2004, 19, late 
yeah, around 2004, uh, Archbishop William Duncan from Ghana preach, uh, preaches, uh, preached a message in T.D. Jake's church about dealing with uh, bloodline issues. In that, it outlines that you can be a Christian, but can be suffering from generational curses. And he lined his argument from, from the Abrahamic family, like Abraham lied, then uh, Isaac lied for the same purpose, and then Jacob lied. So he's looking at the pattern. He took out that pattern of, uh, of lies or whatever within the Abraham family. And trying to and trying to extrapolate that to every and every situation. So if I'm struggling with sin, if I'm struggling with divorce or whatever, it is from my father's uh, family. So and then the and then the, the 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 medicine out of that is to meet a man of God who is anointed, who can pray a deliverance prayer and deliver you from that bondage of. Of that, of course, within the reform worldview, is a wrong teaching. It, 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 actually, it is heretic. It, it, it is it is it is heresies uh, to teach that. Uh, it is heresy because the major text that they are latching onto is Exodus 34, when the Bible said, uh, "The Lord said, I am the Lord. I will punish. I will visit the iniquity of the fathers." Uh, on their children up to the third or fourth, gen fourth generations. So that's what they are, they are saying. You see, even the Bible is saying that from uh, up to fourth generations, God will visit uh, the iniquity. Now, but without looking at what Jeremiah spoke about in Jeremiah 31, about the new covenant uh, and Ezekiel 18, that the father will not eat a sour grape and the children's feet are set on edge, that every man will die for his own sin. Uh, or, or without looking at uh, what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, if any man is in Christ, it's a new creation. It's, it's, it is a low view of the new covenant. And uh, without carefully teaching the relationship between the old covenant and the new covenant, that is giving room for such theology. Uh, it, 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 it is wrong theologically. And, uh, and uh, let me quickly explain that how it is wrong theologically. Because, yes, generational causes is in relationship to the fall in Adam. Abraham sinned, therefore Isaac sinned, then Jacob sinned. Yes, Abraham sinned because his father also sinned, and his father sinned, and his father father sinned, and his father father sinned, down to Adam. And that's why it's very key that when Matthew began the gospel, he lined out the genealogy and tied everything back to Adam. Both Luke and Matthew outlined the genealogy and tried to tie everything back to Adam and to Christ. So it was because of the sin of Adam that all of us have inherited the sinful nature because my father is my father because he was the son of his own father and his own father was the son of his own father and you can go back all the way to Adam. And it is only in Christ, becoming a Christian. So this, this dichotomy that you can be a Christian and still be 
under the control of Satan through the issue of generational curses is faulty. Now, if you look at Exodus chapter 34, it is God that is punishing that iniquity. Now, if it is, if it is God that is laying the iniquity of the father or the punishment of the iniquity of the father on the children, where is the warrant for a pastor to deliver a person whose God is punishing? You see, you see where the, the whole thing falls from? It means I have the power. God is doing something. I, I have the power to, to withdraw God's hands from doing what he is doing. That is wrong. So in the new covenant, all the punishment that is due because of the sin of Adam has been laid on Christ. It has been punished. And those who are in Christ are out of that uh, 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 of punishment. But just to add, the teaching of generational classes is a kind of a response, a backdoor response to the failure of health, wealth, prosperity teaching. The early days of the Pentecostal charismatic churches, the idea of health, wealth uh, were popular until most of those prophecies and promises were fell, falling flat on their faces. Oh, you told me I'm in Christ, I'm in Christ, I'm going to be prosperous. Oh, you told me if I'm in Christ, I'm going to be wealthy. But I've been in Christ for 10 years. I'm still single, I'm still poor, I'm still struggling. It is an attempt to explain the way the failure of uh, the promises embedded in health and wealth prosperity preaching that brought about the generational curses. So yeah, 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 God really wants to do, but your father, your forefather, you see what I mean? Your forefathers. And, and, and that is where the whole thing falls down on it. Uh, that, that's, what, that, that, that's where that theology is coming from. But uh, I will not uh, leave without, with, without speaking about the practical aspect of this issue of general causes. For instance, practically, there are some traits that are in our family that we inherited. There's something called genes. There's something called DNA that we inherited our heights, the color of our eyes, our body size from our parents, our color. And as a pastor, I can, I can tell for, that, that there are some people that have some tendencies in their life and you can trace through their family, like stealing can be in the family. I've seen that, I've seen a pattern actually in people's life. Uh, like uh, even some diseases are hereditary, are, are hereditary in nature. So uh, cancer can be uh, can be inherited. Like breast cancer, for instance, can be inherited. Uh, diabetes can be inherited. So this, this, so we are not denying that. And but all these things are the factor of the fall in Adam, because Adam fell. We have diabetes in families. We have some evil tendencies in family, and it, it, it differs from one family to another, it differs from one country to another country, and all those things. And the Bible did not teach that you can go to your pastor and your pastor lay hands on you and then that is over. That is a, that is a very terrible way of explaining the way of, of sin. So we are not saying if I'm, even apart from that generational cause, there's another teaching, the, what I call the deliverance ministry. Meaning, what he's teaching is that if I'm having sexual temptations, I can be a Christian and have a sustained sexual temptation. And the reason why I'm having that sexual temptation is because I may have some spiritual wife. 
or spiritual husband, and, and, and all those uh, things. These are wrong teachings that we must reject in its totality. There is nothing like spiritual wife or spiritual husband, uh, because the church is not called to explain the situations of people, like if I'm single, if I'm a husband, husband. That's not what the church is for. It is only in Christ, turning from sin and, uh, and, and receiving Christ as Lord and personal Savior, that the issue of sin will be dealt with. The issue of failure will be dealt with. Because in Christ, all the riches of God is comprehended. So that is my uh, uh, response to the issue of uh, generational uh, uh, cases. And, uh, and again, we can also empower our people that are struggling with alcoholism. Uh, they can, some Christian counselors are around that can help. There are some things that medicine can help. And, uh, and also we pray along them and encourage them. Uh, because some of those struggles are real among our people. And uh, we must not just wave it away. We must, I think as Pastor Mbewe said yesterday, these teachings are around because most of our reformed pastors are very weak in handling those practical issues that people are dealing with every day. I'm having bad dreams, uh, joblessness, some pattern of sin in my life, some cycle of failure in my life. For instance, in a particular family, all the men are useless and, and they're not being responsible. And this, this is another myth. You can see it happening. Elder brother, alcohol, divorce, elder brother, all the women are responsible. All the men are not responsible. And then you can say, yeah, even their father was like that. Oh, even their grandfather was like that. So we must empower our pastor and church leaders to how to deal, how to engage those issues that are real in people's life through the lens of the gospel.